Good morning and welcome to Egotunes podcast. I'm your host, Ida Stockholm, the founder of egotunes.org. I'm very happy to announce our new course, How to Let Go, Five Ways Towards Inner Freedom. This course is a two-hour online session offered by Egotunes for exploring the mind, the importance of letting go, and how this can lead to inner freedom. In this course, we are offering knowledge, tools, and practical steps that we can take right now to let go, transform ourselves, and move towards happiness within ourselves. We are offering a special discount for all our podcast listeners, which you can access by using the coupon code PODCAST when you purchase the course. To learn more about the course, please see the description down below or visit courses.egotunes.org. All our podcast episodes can be found in Google Podcast and in Spotify by searching for Egotunes or you can see it in our website as well. In this episode, we are going to look into the eyes of the animals which we surround ourselves with. We are going to explore the human fascination of animals, what impact animals can have on us and how and why we are so emotionally connected with them. And for exploring this animal fascination, today we have invited Amy Zimmer from Wisconsin in US as our guest to share about her safe haven farm, her experiences with animals and to talk about this very special bonding. Warm welcome to Amy. I think what we can call a true animal lover from the deepest part of your heart. Is that correct? I would say so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you have this, um, what you call a safe haven farm. What does this mean? A safe haven hobby farm to me, it was difficult to come up with a definition of what we do here. Sometimes people get a negative vibe when you use the word farm but I this is truly my hobby my passion and all of my animals here are safe so every this is their forever home I take care of them they will never know anything else but this little safe haven for them and it's my hobby and my passion and I love it oh that's wonderful and how many animals do you have now or members of family farm Yeah, our farm family grows, but hopefully not too much more. We have right around a total of 50 animals, not including the chickens and the kittens. So we have goats, cows, pigs, sheep, donkeys, and geese. And that all makes up our farm farm family. <laughs> That's wonderful. And I know that they are all very much, you know, have their personalities. And so have you given names to all of them? Everyone, everybody here has a name, except for the chickens. They kind of have some general names. Like there's one group oh, okay. of chickens that came in that had their beaks snipped. And so I call them all my Gretchen chickens. I don't know why. It's just because there's so many of them. <laughs> it's hard to name them individually. Yeah, okay. I can understand. How many chickens do you have? We have right around 20. So I'm going to be purchasing some more that'll be coming to our farm soon. Okay, you're purchasing more animals. 
more chickens. Yeah, you know, they stop laying eggs. And so they just kind of get to go off into retirement field. I have a garden where my retired chickens go and then I bring in some new ones. Oh, okay. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> I always wanted to have chickens, but we did not have space for it because I lived in a, like a small house in the city. I don't think it's allowed to have it there. <laughs> no, it's so cozy. chickens are amazing. You could do a whole show just on just on chickens. They're wonderful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine that. Yeah, chickens are funny, definitely. And you are famously known under the name uh, Juggling Daisies. Is that correct? And and what is, what does this name mean? How did you come up with this? Juggling Daisies uh, is the name of my farm. And what I realized is we are all juggling struggles. But we, we have to remember is to keep a daisy in there, that pure joy, something that's small and simplistic and pure, and that has to be part of our daily lives and our daily juggles in order to survive, in order to feel excited, in order to be happy. And that is what you find with this farm? That's exactly what I find with this farm, so much so that's why I've decided to, to share it. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's, a, it's a juggle to take care of the animals and keep my life going, but um, it's an amazing thing. That's great. And how like how how did your life look before and how did you change and start this hobby farm? Previously, I was pretty corporate America. Uh, Kevin and I met about 12 years ago and then I helped him grow the company that we own together uh, where we dry down agricultural ingredients and we sell that into the pet food market. So because our company has grown and we become so successful, I was able to start this hobby farm is just a hobby and a passion. So that's what really funds our farm. So going from corporate America, having to be dressed up, um, much more goal driven to being able to relax a little bit, use my creative energy and share our hobby farm and our way of life with everyone. Okay. And how did, does this bring happiness to your life? Boy, it just it's the animals themselves that completely give me joy. There's some kind of connection between myself and the animals. There has been ever since I was a small child. And it is, it just brings me pure joy. It's, it reduces your stress, any anxieties that you're currently having. Uh, it's a pretty amazing place to be, and it gives me a lot of happiness. Okay, I'm so glad to hear that. I can completely recognize the feeling. And I think many of us is feeling this, you know, joy and happiness by being around animals and having them as a companion. And we are we are bringing them to our families. We are bringing them to our lives. There must be a certain reason for this, right? We have this connectivity with animals in a way. And you have been expressing before in some of your articles and in your blogging that you love this life so much and also what you're telling me right now that you have never felt more joy than you are doing with this hobby farming so can you share a little bit more about this this joy feeling why is it so fantastic i think it's the personal connection that i can actually walk into the field and the animals come running to me they want to greet me they're excited what we've been able to do at this farm is go beyond what we think of animals. You know, you would drive around in a rural area, you might see a patch of dairy cows, but you don't think about what each one of their personalities is. 
And what I've been able to do with a farm is just with that we have 17 goats and every one of them has a very unique personality. And with a little bit of my creative flair, but a lot of their personality, I'm able to show people that we truly can identify with each and every individual and that they're all different. And it's, a, it's literally transforming. It's magical. People love it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So hobby farming is so fantastic because it, you know, you don't have to worry about, I'm in a position, I don't have to worry about making money with the animals. So it's just pure enjoyment um, of the connection that we share together. And then I can share that with everybody else. No, that's wonderful. And I can completely recognize what you're saying, because I grew up in a farmland in the countryside and we had goats, we had horses and so many small animals and they all had names and personalities. And I still remember, you know, who was the naughty one and who was the sweet one, who was the shy one, <laughs> you know, they all have their yep, personalities. Exactly. Yeah, and it's so fun. You know, there are so many fun stories to tell about animals and oh my god now this animal did this thing and this animal and these animals are friends and this animal does not like this animal or it, it is fun and um, in a way it's like it's like with humans you know there's and that point of personality mm -hmm, correct yeah <laughs> and i know that you are offering tours at your farm as well for people to actually come and try to feel this joy and take a break from this hectic life where you're saying that we're juggling so many struggles and things. So how and what is it that people can come and experience? There's the unique thing about here is through Instagram, I do two different types of tours. So yes, we offer paid tours where you can actually physically come to the farm, but I do a daily virtual tour on Instagram as well. And people tune in more for that than anything. I think that's a real significant part of what we share here. So people watch my live video, my daily tour, where we just walk around and we talk about all the animals and the different things that have happened today. That's where I can highlight more of their personalities and people can see that through the screen. And now they're saying that they actually can feel it through their screen. So it reduces their anxiety. They make sure to watch our videos before they go to bed. They share with multiple generations from grandparents to grandchildren, and they're connecting through our animals. It's, it's an amazing, amazing thing that technology can do. But then, yes, the next step is that you could actually come and personally tour our farm. Then uh, there has been plenty of people that are signing up to do just that. So I don't plan a specific tour. It's devised of what you want to do. So if you have a favorite animal, so if Sprinkles is... Your, which is a miniature donkey and she's your spirit animal and you want to hang out with her for two hours that's what you can do if you want to walk around and see everybody you can do that too and at the end of the tour uh, we go ahead and we feed everybody homemade cookies and it's very exciting and everybody really thoroughly enjoys it I think so much technology and we're so busy and we're so stressed out and we're worried about so many different things that Coming to the farm and taking that physical break is so healing and it's so beautiful. And I just love offering that opportunity to people. Oh, that sounds so amazing. I would love to visit your farm one day. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and is that your goal with these tours that you're offering that people can come and feel this? That's all it really is. It's just to take a break. 
of course, every dollar we raise goes directly back to the animals and we do charge for the farm experience, but it's not like it's going to ever cover the full expenses of the farm. Why I do this and why I spend so much time sharing everything that I've created here is truly to give people a place of serenity. And if they can actually come and visit it, it, I mean, it brings tears to their eyes, tears of joy, tears of happiness. They just, they love it. It's an experience that you can't have anywhere else. That's why I do what I do. I want to help other people. Okay. And I think you really do because many of us are, you know, having that connection and we tend to also, for example, if we feel lonely, lonely people, they tend to, you know, get themselves a pet or something and it really really helps people in different kind of way so do you think at for example having a pet can be the same good company as being and being around another human being i do i think it depends upon what your connection is but i think that person that's alone and is looking for companionship and maybe they the human kind hasn't been very you know pleasant for them Animals are very healing. They really connect with their human. Uh, they can do so much for your soul. It's it's amazing. So yeah, I totally believe that a pet can be just as good of a companion as a human being. Okay, and even if they cannot, you know, speak or interact, really, do you think there is some kind of communication happening without words and beyond words? There's complete. Uh, conversations happening at my farm <laughs> all the time. I so and that's what I try to communicate through my posts. So I have Cameron the Pygora goat, and he's so handsome, and the way he looks at me is so loving and so enduring that I I share that, and people see it, and people are now calling him the Brad Pitt of all goats. So the it transpires not only through me, but that other people can see that connection that we have together. Another very special animal here is Miss Wiggins. Her and I, she's one of my older sheep and the love just pours out of her eyes. And you can't explain that any other way than to, than to actually witness it. Edgar has a very old soul and a very young dog. He's two years old and he's a beautiful animal. So they do communicate through tails wagging, through their little cries if they're happy or sad, and just playing through their eyes. I mean, the eyes are the window to the soul, and it's just the same for animals. It's beautiful. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think many of us can recognize that. And there is some certain kind of love which we find with the animals, which I feel that we cannot find anywhere else. And this is that kind of unconditional love you know they don't judge you they don't pass on your secrets you can be around them and as you were saying that they are just coming and and giving so much of themselves and you know that is something very special can you agree to that i do agree that very much yeah for sure and i know that i heard that recently uh so i am from denmark and in denmark they have started to offer to have darts in this homes for elderly people to feel this joy and you know be calm and and feel this unconditional love around them because they are getting to that state where they get a little lonely and all these kind of things and it's really helping these old mm -hmm. people do you think that it can mm -hmm. actually help like healing diseases or now you were talking about it can help our next time 
first and all these kind of things. Do you think it can also, for example, heal something like or help on something like Alzheimer's? I don't know about the healing benefit of Alzheimer's, but I know that Alzheimer's causes a lot of confusion. And there's a lot of questions that are floating around them and it gets very stressful. So in a moment when you would just be with an animal, so if a dog came and visited or was staying with them, all they have to do is pet that animal and feel the mutual love. And that is going to reduce their anxiety and their stress and it's going to make them feel better. And if it can lower your blood pressure or lower your stress levels, of course, there's going to be so many other health benefits. If you have a stressed out person that has a, any condition, it's going to get worse the more stressed that they are. So the more we can reduce the amount of stress that they have and their anxiety levels, they're going to be much more, their body is going to be much more open to healing. I think that's very true. And I think that they can feel this, these old people. They are very, very happy. I just saw one uh, TV program about it and it seems like it's really helping them for sure. And uh, to something else now, or let's go further and talk about, because uh, we are as human beings fascinated by animals and we have always been, like we have kept them around us for centuries and, you know, used them as pets and looked at them in TV and so many massive industries today actually is created around pets, like animal related TV programs, zoos, aquarium, and safari tours all these kind of things and or just look at our plush toys you know they're also small horses small sheep all these kind of things so we are very attracted to animals like in general in so many ways um and no something funny which we were talking about before this that you know you are sharing all these amazing videos on the internet every day and you have like around i think is it hundred thousand people who are following you now mm-hmm, yeah 107 yeah, it's a lot of people who are really interested in looking at animals online and as a fact one of the most top google searched things are actually funny animals or cute animal videos or something related to animals why do you think we are so fascinated by animals I think because animals are so uncomplicated. They just are. You're in a presence of a being that is pure love. Where else can you do that? I mean, humans, unfortunately, have become quite judging and can be harsh. It can be beautiful and healing as well. But when you approach an animal, you don't really have to worry about religion or what their political views are they're just an animal that's waiting for you to connect with them so of course that's where people are going to be going because with the more stress levels that go up there's no stress with animals especially if you can just watch some cute little videos about them it's going to relax you they are healing you they are bringing you down to a whole new level and what it's really generating from is love <sighs> they love you and you yeah. see it Yeah, they are so loving in general. That's true. Mm -hmm. And do you think that is the part that also makes us so happy to be around them? Yeah, I think they make us happy to be around them simply because they aren't looking for anything in return. Everything in the world needs, there's an, and there's an exchange. But with animals, it's just 
a good energy exchange. So if animals make you happy and that's what you're searching for, there's just going to be a pure energy exchange that is going to be about cuteness and love and it's going to grow that smile on your face. So animals are amazing and they just, they ooze love and it makes us happy and feels good. Yeah, it feels very good to be around it. That's true, for sure. And yeah, I was also thinking that maybe it's because we instinctly, you know, uh, we know that we live in a kind of a coexistence with animals in this world, whether we want it or not. You know, these days, as you said, we have become so busy and there's so much technology and we have started to live our own human life, you know, but somewhere within us, we know that we are sharing this world with some animals and, you know, we like to be around them. And as we were talking about, studies are showing that this emotional and physical health positive impacts that being around animals have to us, definitely. Um, yeah, and, and healing effects in general. So do you believe that everyone can feel this if they want to or if they just pay a little bit of attention to the animal? Agreed. Uh There's so much that an animal can do for a person that maybe another even human being can't do. Like when I'm having a bad day, my husband might not realize it, but I can go out to the farm and the animals know it. So not only do we feel what they're feeling, they also feel what we're feeling. So if you're sad, they know it and they're going to come up to you and try to figure that out or they're going to put their little head underneath your hand. Uh, so I totally believe that we can have an exchange of feelings back and forth with physical health as well as emotional health. One of the other things of actually being on a farm and for myself as a farm owner, my own health goes up not only through the love and compassion of the animals, but the actual physical work of taking care of them. And they see me taking care of them and that makes that bond even grow more. So the health of, of the animal you know of, of us and the animal exchange is really intertwined as especially as a caregiver from like myself yeah oh yeah it's, mm. it's wonderful the way that we can just share it and yeah animals seem to be very much sensitive also because they have not made themselves in this you know overstimulated way they are just so simple they're just animals and we as human beings we have surrounded ourselves with so much in our life you know so sometimes we can be so self-centered in a way that we do not feel these things for example if you know our husband or wife or child is feeling bad or something we tend to maybe not feel it in a way but our dog would definitely feel it you know you know can you recognize this mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah i can yeah I, the animals here And all of them, there isn't one that necessarily, or maybe that's in the moment when they may surprise you. You might have a more shy animal and maybe you're just a little lower and maybe that's the animal that's going to approach you more and just double check on you to make sure you're okay because you've double checked on that shy animal before, even though they were shy around you, you still, you know, like for myself, Sadie the goat, she is very shy. She isn't very welcoming. But then the next day, she can be very warm and open to it. And I think a lot of it is my own emotions going on. So if I'm really busy and maybe I'm going through chores a little bit faster, she feels that and she kind of, even, even if I pause for her, it's not enough. She's looking for that higher quality moment. So if I'm just kind of lollygagging around the farm 
hanging out on the picnic table, then she goes ahead and approaches me. And it's, it's a very, very special thing that can happen between humans and animals. Yeah, it's so special. We, we just got a small puppy and, but it was not that we wanted to have a puppy, actually. Someone just left it on our doorstep and we felt like we cannot just leave it on the street, you know, so we took it in. And we Aww. fed it and took care of it and all. But we had to get rid of it because we are not able to keep an animal here because we are traveling all the time. You know, mm. and the only thing we could think of those days where we had it was just, you know, is she okay? Is she, is she hungry? Is she happy? You know, and, you know, those eyes she was giving us, she was just giving that unconditional love. And we were just feeling that, you know, I was just feeling that, this is a baby and I know that she's not my baby. I did not give birth to her. She's a different species. But at the same time, I just felt, you know, the same protectory feelings that I would feel towards a child or something in that, that way, you know, it was, it was a very special experience. And now we have given her away actually to someone and we are so relieved because it was such a good family who took her. Um, oh. Yeah. So, why do you think we have this particular feeling towards the baby animals? I think it very much is a parental feeling, regardless if you're male or female or whatever. It's you want to care. You, you Now you have something of such pure innocence that can bring you joy. You can't let anything happen to that pure innocence. You, know, you have to protect it. You have to nurture it. It's a very nurturing you want it to call out to you. I'm looking out at my farm right now and I have Sprout and Cricket who I both bottle fed this spring. I mean, I bottle fed them. They really feel that I am their mother. And that's an amazing thing. I've never had children of my own. So the animal babies in particular are so special and you build such a strong bond with them. Even though they live outside, you just appropriately care for them. And it's an, it's a even beyond it's an extra special bond that you have especially if you have them since baby on yeah so you will grow up with them and they will you know know you as the parent almost agreed yeah absolutely yeah it's very special and I think many people feel this with particular dogs and we always hear that the dog is the best friend of the human. But is it the same that we can feel with, you know, sheep and pigs and cows as well? Absolutely. Uh, I think dogs, because they're very domesticated, we can train them to go outside, to use the restroom. Where farm animals, that's a little bit more difficult. But you can even litter box train a pig. I don't think it really matters what the species of the animal is. Some people love spiders and snakes. I have a farmhand that has a very large snake and she loves it. And <laughs> okay. that's, you know, that's not my particular thing, but it, I don't think it matters the species of the animal. I think we can, you know, we can experience that same joy and love and protecting, you know, from anything from that sweet little innocence and help that life flourish. There's nothing more beautiful than having that opportunity. Yeah, to be a parent, but not for like, <laughs> not for a child, but for an animal or just being around the animals. And I think regards your feelings towards the animals, it's something that we can all, especially the ones who really feel this, this connection towards the animals and people who have been growing up with animals. This is something very strong, which has been integrated in our whole system, or maybe it was already there, you know, 
I think it's there for everyone somehow, somewhere, because we are connected. We are all a part of this earth. We are living here in a coexistence after all. Exactly. Yeah. And I have come to an end of this podcast. Okay. <laughs> and with all being said, uh, I just want to say thank you so much, Amy, for sharing with us about your amazing life on the farm and how we can benefit so much from being around animals and how amazing it can be for us to surround us with the with the joy from them (laughs) yeah well thank thank you so much for being with them thank you it's been an amazing time talking with you i loved all your questions and i love sharing with your audience so thank you very much and i hope everybody comes and checks out juggling daisies to watch and enjoy the farm as well for sure. We will definitely say that everyone, all the listeners who are listening to this podcast, please go and check Juggling Daisies, especially if you're having a little down day, mm-hmm. then this will definitely grow a smile on your face. Hopefully that's the aim, isn't it? That's the goal. That's the goal. So thank you so much for you who are listening to this Egotunes podcast. And you can find more inspirational articles, podcasts, and news on how to live an eco-conscious lifestyle on www.ecotunes.org.